0: This is Tony Speaks and this is my lovely wife, Kim. We are the founders and co-creators of the lifestyle brand and podcast, Becoming Disciplined. Every week we meet, learn from, and share best practices with highly disciplined men and women from a variety of fields and endeavors. Follow us on our journey. Takoyo Carlton is a global master coach, entrepreneur, success mentor, brand influencer, United States Army veteran, but most importantly, today, Takoyo Carlton is Becoming Disciplined. Today on Becoming Disciplined, we interview Coach Takoyo Carlton. Coach Takoyo, welcome to Becoming Disciplined. We are so honored to have you.
1: Hey, 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 man, Tony. Hey, listen, I appreciate you, man, for reaching out. And, of course, it's a plum, pleasing pleasure to actually be uh, uh, one of your hosts. On your show, so again, thank you, sir, for the invite, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. As I can already tell, you're doing marvelous, man. Awesome, awesome, brother. Now, coach, before you educate us and share your current status, all
0: superheroes have an origin story. Can you share your origin story with <laughs> us? Where did you Where did you come up at? or What was your family life like? What was your early childhood development
1: like? Just so we can have some context. Good stuff, man. Well, listen, I, I grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, You know, that's my early childhood experience. And of course, that was a military background. My dad was military, retired military, 24 years. Uh, But uh, I I lived here until I was 18 years old. And of course, uh, the whole time I was in high school, I was always that business minded person, uh, that person who always dreamed of being, you know, bigger than life. Right. Uh, You know, being rich and all that stuff, that famous thing. And so I was that guy who would watch TV shows and, you know, like Dallas and, you know, all those shows back in the day. You know, I'm, I'm giving my age a little bit. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, again, Dallas and all those shows where I saw these guys, the UAs and all that, who, again, lived that lifestyle that we all dreamed of, you know, back then. And so um, that's how I was. So even when I was going to high school, I would dress up in suits. I didn't have a book bag, I had an actual uh, suitcase, not a suitcase, but a briefcase. And, and so I was that guy. And so I knew I was always going to be a business owner, you know, an entrepreneur. Uh, but I didn't have the, the right persons or persons in my life at that time because in my area that just wasn't the thing. Everybody was military, and so again, um, you know, from there uh, I ended up going to college here at FTCC, Federal Tech Community College, uh, and then I, I got shipped off to uh, Austin, Texas, where I got my real um, uh, my real lesson in life. Uh, I was able to go to a major city. Uh, with major things happening, meeting people who are well-to-do, meeting athletes and, you know, book writers and uh, entrepreneurs. So I actually had a chance to meet those type of people that I've always dreamed of becoming. So that's when I started, you know, getting uh, that, that uh, I guess, that breakthrough uh, to our success is when I started surrounding myself with the people who were already doing it. Mm, that's good to know. That's good to know. Now, who was your first,
0: speaking on that vein, who was your first... Business mentor that inspired you to to go in this route. Who was that first person that really kind of was that really gave you that backbone or yeah. gave, you, gave you the <laughs> knowledge that you needed
1: on, to put you on the path that you're on? Good stuff. Well, that mentor is jerk Battle. Actually, came into my life um, 1992 when I first moved to Austin, Texas, and uh, through that gentleman, he actually was a performer, and a former uh, standout at University of Texas. Uh, then he went on to play for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, so he had seen that that money and made money through that you know that career playing an NFL professional football player. Uh, and of course, when he got out because he got hurt, so he had an early career. He started a club business, and so again, I was one of his first loyal customers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was at the club, you know, doing my thing because I was still like 20 years old at that time, and uh, and so he was a little bit more older and more mature than I was at that time, and. So I was able to actually kind of link arms with him and it wasn't until about 5 years later uh when he introduced me to the home-based business arena network marketing and that was my first beginning to uh the business world. And of course he taught me and of course we went on to make, you know, several six-figure incomes with that gentleman and uh so we had a lot of success because of that gentleman because of what he taught us early on.
0: Okay. Now uh I'm late to this game and and sometimes when you ask a question uh I have to provide the context of what my question. So, you know, where I'm coming from, uh, okay. my, my, I was totally lost person to around age 24 from age 24 to around, uh, 2014. I, uh, did not really care about money at all. I was really more on a spiritual, I was on a spiritual journey. I was more, okay. I was a minister in the Baptist church and I was hyper-focused on the studying the Bible and spiritual things. But around 2014, I had children of my own uh, and then also I, I had a little bit of a revelation that uh, that money is needed. Uh, Jesus is free, but ministry is expensive. Amen. That's so, right. so, so I had that revelation and, and I've been carrying a whole lot more and, and studying money a whole lot more since around 2014. Uh, based on my studies, real estate is one path. Uh, uh, stocks and bonds or well, not really bonds, but Investing. more stocks. Yeah. Stocks is a second path. And then skill acquisition is a third path where you become the top 10% and, and become elite at whatever skill. That's another path to wealth wealth acquisition. Uh, tell me where I'm right. Tell me where I'm wrong and tell me your path and, and how you coach people in
1: order to obtain wealth. All right. So, again, my background has pretty much been network marketing. For those who don't know what that is, it's basically a home-based business where a company starts, starts someone starts a company with a service or product, and they enlist people like myself to go out and market those services or products. And when we do that, we actually are able to earn income. But it also allows you to build teams, uh, kind of like what you were saying with real estate, right? Every real estate professional who's a broker has a what? A team. Uh, most real estate owners or real estate individuals wouldn't make that much money if it wasn't for the team. Uh, so they make a little bit on what they do, but they make a little bit also on what other people do. And so that philosophy for me, to me, made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And so what I became good at is actually building teams. So I'm that guy that you would call in and say, hey, Takoya, man, I got this company. And I get you know, inboxes like that all the time. I got this company. I want you to take a look at it. And if it makes sense to you, i like, you know, like to work with you. And so again, I would get those type of calls all the time uh but again that's what I do is I actually help people to learn how to uh start their business grow their business and more importantly scale their business mm-hmm. and so again we do that through network marketing that's that's the vehicle that I chose to be with for the last 25 years is network marketing i'm sorry 21 years so again um network marketing to me is is the thing where any person um no matter your background your age Uh, Obviously, you have to be at least 18 years old uh, or older. But again, it allows anyone to be successful if they have any kind of inkling of being successful. So again, like you were going on that journey back when you were 24 years old, this would have been a vehicle for you to help you get the right mindset. And here's the reason why it works. It works because, again, uh, we have in network marketing, home-based business, it's very, very, very um, heavily pushed that you get on personal development. See, most folks never get on personal development. See, you were in a spiritual personal development, so you've got that aspect right out the gate. Uh, sure. But most folks aren't on that, especially at 20 years old. They're more out there in the club. They're hanging out with their buddies, right? Right. But right. people mm-hmm. who got into this network marketing industry, we put books on them. We put audios on them. And these are things that help them start think, to start thinking differently. Mm-hmm. And so when you start thinking differently, you start understanding that the possibilities are really possible. And Mm -hmm. so, again, that's why it's important that we actually, you know, have these type of uh, uh, avenues of home-based business that we could put the average Joe, the average Jane in and allow them to get coached up by learning to think differently, learning to be more positive, learning to understand that every no doesn't mean no, it just means not right now. Mm -hmm. Understanding that every bad thing that happens in your life is just temporary, right? Sure. And so that's why we've been able to be so strong and so positive in other people's lives because we've been able to teach the things that we've learned over the years through all our mentors and then all the books and audios that we've listened to. And yeah. so, again, that's why I love what I do. And, and I don't know if I, I think I went a little bit off the question, but okay. Uh, but OK, good stuff. And so that's what I get excited about is, again, helping people to start their business, because, again, we understand the job is for paying the bills. But the entrepreneurship, starting a business, starting some, uh, you know, linear income, right, residual income, that's the stuff that says, hey, I can retire at 45 as opposed to 85, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we know that people are working longer and longer years now because, again, they just don't know any better. And that's the reason people like myself and you, Tony, who are educating people that, hey, listen, you don't have to wait until 70 or 80 to retire or to have or to live your life. Right? Most people don't live their life until they're what, seven years old. So again, all the fun you could have had has already been gone. You've been right. working all your life. So what if we can show you how to, you know, start a business, uh, change your life early on, and of course have more time, freedom, do the things that you've always wanted to do. And that's why I love what I do. Awesome, awesome. Now, as you are working with people with network marketing, what
0: when you see someone what disciplines do you know that a person may have where you're like, oh, this is going to work for them? And then also, likewise, what uh, what challenges do you see where you're like, mm, I may have to pull the plug on this one. I don't know if this is a good investment of my time. So what disciplines do you see where you like, oh, man, I got something here. And then also what 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 uh, red flags do you see where you're like, oh, this might not be a good. Uh, uh, expenditure
1: of uh, Coach Carlton's time? Good stuff. Uh, So one of the things is there's coachable Uh and there's non-coachable. Okay. That coachable person, that's the person who comes in day one and say, what do I need to do? That uncoachable person says the same thing. Hey, what do I need to do? The difference between the coachable and the non-coachable, the coachable says, what do I need to do? You tell them and they go, what? Execute. Mm-hmm. The person who says, hey, again, the uncoachable person says, hey, what I need to do, you tell them what to do, and they procrastinate. Mm-hmm. They don't go execute, right? right. Three mm-hmm. days later, hey, Johnny, have you got your list? Hey, Johnny, have you talked to Sarah? Hey, Johnny, have you talked to Steve? Well, you know, my dog and, you know, my cat, you know, I, you know, the door's falling off the hinges. I can't let the door fall off the hinges. You know, I had to cut my grass, right? But the person over here who says, you know what, man, my, my family's dependent on this. We're about to lose our house, our home, right? Mm. That person says, you know what? What do I need to do? And importantly, more importantly, once they've done what you asked them to do, their next question is, what do I do now? Mm. What do I do next? Sure. You you see the difference? Sure. So that's who you decide to work with. That person who comes in who says, what do I do next? What do I do next? Not the person who says, hey, what do I do Pause. Right? right. So, again, I find again, I'm still going to work with the person over here. They just need a little bit more, you know, push, if that makes sense. Sure. And so, again, I'm going to maybe spend more time with them or you know, well, less time with them. let put it that way. So I'm going to give them things. And if they don't do it. Hey, listen, Johnny, hey, did you get a chance to do that? Oh, no problem, man. Well, hey, listen, get back with me uh, when you're ready to get going. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. This person over here. Oh, man, they're calling me. They're testing me. They're, they're emailing me but by any means necessary, smoke screens, whatever. They're trying to get the information to get to that place that they're trying to go, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Absolutely. And so there's a huge difference. There's a huge disparity on both. That's you right. can see it right away. Within the first five days, and for some people, within the first hour, you can tell which one's going to want to work, who's going to come in and do what they need to do, and who's not. Mm-hmm. You follow me? I've seen it so many times. Like you, you, you And then the, the, the worst thing is when you see someone who's got it, and they don't realize it. Mm. They got to the it, but they're, they don't have that. They don't have that confidence in themselves sure. in order to go out and get it done. Because no one's told them, "Hey man, you're great." No one's told them, "Hey man, you can do it." No one's told them, "Hey listen, man, you're incredible." And see, that's one of the things I love about this industry that I'm a part of is that we do a lot of that. We do a lot of that. You know, man, you're awesome, man. Man, you're gonna be incredible, brother. Oh, oh man. What you did the other day, most people don't do that. See, we could talk them up. Does that make sense? That makes sense. That makes sense. And so, again, we're able to grow people. So, again, see, so, so like, just like in your spiritual walk, right? You, you go to what? You go to church, but you can't just go to church. You got to go to what? The Bible study. That's right. right? You got to go to some That's men's right. events, right? There's, there's different levels of growth in that. Does that make sense? And so the pastor Absolutely. didn't stop with saying, hey, go to church on Sunday. Hey, we got Bible study on Wednesday. Right, and hey, right, listen, right. we're doing a men's uh, you know, power hour on you know, men's breakfast on Saturday, so now I can start, you know, come camar- having some camaraderie with other people who are already further along in their in their walk with you know, in their religious walk. Does that make mm, sense? And we absolutely. do the same thing over here where we can, we can plug them into people who are you know more successful than I, right? Mm. Or people who came from where they came from. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So absolutely. that's what I love about our industry, and, and again, I, I can, can equate that to anything, I don't care if you're at a job even if you're at a JLB and you're working at, let's say McDonald's, there's people at McDonald's who will mentor you to management. Mm-hmm. Right? That's but, awesome. You know, the problem that we have in this world right now is there's a lot of people, you know, crapping up, right? That's They're cool. pulling people down as opposed to pushing people out. Amen. And so again, yeah, but anyways, I'm send it back to you, brother. Oh, no, no, no. That's good stuff,
0: man. That's good stuff. Now, uh, here's a question I have. You sound like a very disciplined person that has a very disciplined process. But what happens when you come to an organization or a person where their product or their value proposition is not really hitting on anything? You understand what I'm saying? Because right. you you sound, from what I, I can tell, because I, I, I spend a lot of time in personal development. I spend a lot of time studying and, and watching different business people. I can tell that you have a very disciplined process. I can tell that you have, you've got like, a, I, I, what I tell my daughters you have like a car wash where, you know, it's like boom, 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 boom. You know, like like I can tell you got That's every it. Line, right? But what <laughs> happens when you approach someone where their value proposition is not that strong or or uh the product that that provides the value proposition is not that strong? What do you do under those circumstances? Because because you know, you can you know, sometimes you if you're shining something and then the thing you're shining isn't all that hot.
1: Then, you know, you can have the greatest system, but then what happens if the value proposition is not that strong? Good stuff. I've been there several times, actually. Um, and and because I've been around for a while, I know what to look for. Um, okay. So, like, I, I look for ownership. First of all, ownership is leadership, right? So if you can't lead and you're the owner or or you're backtracking a lot or you're constantly adding to or or taking away. Um, there's some things to start looking at. It's called the red flags, right? Um, so again, and then some of the services. Uh, I don't mess with any companies that are technology driven. Why? Mm. Because technology is always changing. Mm. So if I'm if I join a company and our product is let's say the let's say it's the uh, back in the day let's let's say it's the the pager. Sure. Do we see pages anymore other than doctors in hospitals? Mm-hmm. Like literally, I no, when never. the last time you see the page? Probably when you never. went to the hospital nurse or doctor had it on the hip or whatever, right? Right, right, right. So right now, if I were to join a company and that company was selling pages, obviously, you know what, that's not the right, this is not the right time for that. That time has came and gone, right? But someone's trying to put an opportunity on it. And that's what I see a lot of, and especially in my industry. I see a lot of people putting an opportunity on just a product or service. And it doesn't even matter product or service, because hey, it is this money over here? If you sell this product or service, you're gonna make this money. So a lot of people get caught up in, oh, the compensation plan. Oh, it's credible. But there's no substance. And I think that's where you were going, right? There's no substance in the service. There's no substance in the product, right? It's a me too service. Like anybody can get this. So how, so, so I look at this, if I'm going to join a company, I'm looking for companies uh, who, who are what we call a uh, uh, legacy companies, legacy companies are companies that are here. Like, let's say a Walmart, Walmart's a legacy company. Would you agree? Absolutely. It's been around forever. Right, and you don't see you don't see Walmart going out of going out of business no time soon, do you? No, never. Right, so that would be a solid company to invest in, would you agree? Absolutely. Right, so over time, Absolutely. it's already proven that it works. Over time, it, it's been proven that hey, they have good service, they have good products, is very affordable for the masses, all that stuff, right? And no matter what's right. happened over the last, let's say, twenty years, they've been able to what adapt. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So there's a lot of companies right. who are stuck in their ways. And so mm. they don't understand. That, hey, listen, the page is not it anymore. You need to right. get this deal right. right here. These things right here right. to do this. <laughs> right. 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 So I, I look for companies again that I can see, you know, 20 years from now, because, again, if I'm going to put my time into it, because I'm about residual income. That's that's what's most important to me. The right now money. Great. If it's a lot of upfront money, I, I, I love that. But if I can't see that I'm going to you know work this thing really, really hard. And for the next 10, 20 years, I can still be eating off of that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to participate in that opportunity because I don't see it long term. Does that make sense? So that's why I know, Hey, it's time to be out and I'm not going to keep putting people in that vehicle. If I don't see it working Mm. and you have to be strong enough to pull people out because some people can get sold out on the comp plan. They they don't talk about the product or service a lot because there's no substance there. Does that make sense? So anytime you join a company or opportunity, if it's all about the money, that's all they talk about—money, money, 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 money—but money, never like how good is the service? Like, well, you know, mm-hmm. what's the testimonies like? You know, what are people mm-hmm. saying? What's the product? That's are we good. selling a lot of product, or are we just doing a lot of compensation, right? Or we just that's getting people in, getting bodies in, but no products being moved? Does that that's, make sense? That's good. Oh, that makes so sense. That makes those sense. are the things. Those are the things that we look for in my industry. So I can't speak for everything else. But in my industry, I'm looking for a company that's long, long term, right? I want to, be able to attach my name to something I can see that I could pass on to my kids. Because most of these companies say they have a, uh, uh, a willable business, and a willable business means that I can leave it to my kids. Right. So again, if I don't see it long term to where, again, my son, who is now 14, can't have that same opportunity 10 years from now when he's 24, you see what I'm saying? Sure. That's not an opportunity. Sure, sure, sure. That's a right now thing. You know, uh, Okay, it's got, a, it's got like a two to five year span, lifespan, and then I'm off to look for something else. I don't want to constantly be starting something else in my arena. Mm, Does that make sense? Good to know, good to know. Now, you mentioned move your move to Austin
0: is critical for your development. What do you say to people who are in small towns like Fayetteville, <laughs> North Carolina, Roanoke, and other places where... Uh, You know, they may not have the network. Do do you think that a move is essential for them? Or in the modern Internet age, can you grow where you're planted and that move is not necessary? What is your thoughts?
1: On on that situation, man. Listen, I think it's more for me personally, if you're young and you don't have kids Mm. and you're in a small market, I say see the world he was out there because I, I, I I'm so glad that, that my mother sent me to Austin Texas. Cause that's how I got sent there. It was during a uh, desert storm actually. And wow. here in Fayetteville, because our economy is based on what? The military. the military, the military. That's right. So back in 92 or whatever it was, 90, whatever it was, 91, 92, whatever it was, desert storm. When that all happened, businesses were going out of business. People were letting people off. And so it was just a bad time here. Economy wise, and So again, had I stayed here I, I think the person that I am personally because I always wanted to be an entrepreneur or something, I probably would have found a way sure. but it would have took longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But when I got to an area in a city because in a city it's moving.
0: Good morning, good afternoon or good evening. Whatever time it is in your time zone. At least on my time it's it's after church, and I don't know about you. Sometimes after church, I'm just lacking energy. Courtney, yes, can you get me? Can you get me a uh, one of the vitamins that your mama takes?
1: Here you go, Daddy.
0: <sighs> Let me try one of these. Tastes pretty good.
1: My god, my god, Kim, what do you have in there? It's made with vitamins B9 and B12. It's, it's great for my overall health. It's made with pectin, a unique fiber in fruit peels. It's simple and delicious. Kim, did you know that more people search apple cider vinegar in the U.S. than tea? Google has 15,000 people searching that word every day in the U.S. alone. Kim, how can more people get this gummy If you want to support the podcast, or if you're looking to improve your health, you can order these gummies at https forward slash forward slash forward slash becoming disciplined. Don't forget to use our promo code Becoming Disciplined. Right. People are moving. Like it's right. activity. It's, it's, it's like I tell people, uh, Is life. And here, I, I, I feel like everybody's like this just right. coast along. Right, right. Go right. to work, go home, go to work, go home, go to work, go home. That's right. There, everybody may be going to work, go home, but they're also looking for other avenues. They have businesses on the side, they're doing real estate, they're investing, um, they have their own little mom and pop locations. And so you're, you're able to see that type of thing. So again, What I suggest that someone do, if they're in their, their, let's say, 18, 19, 20, early 20s, they're single, no kids, man, go somewhere else. Go see what it's like. And if that's not your cup of tea, hey, you can always go back home. Home is always waiting. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. But I I would say go somewhere. But if you're a family man and you got kids, and now, and again, that's another thing, too, because we know that there's people right now who live here in Fayetteville but work out of Raleigh-Durham. Why? There's more opportunity. That's right. That's right. Right. They, they live here for the prices, right? Housing prices. But they go there for the money mm. because there's opportunity there.
0: Absolutely.
1: absolutely. And, they're tra- they, and they're willing to travel an hour, you know, two hours a day back and forth just to have that opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. You see? So that kind of helps you out just understanding the philosophy of why would I move or, or why would I say? Because I, I I like I never thought I would be back in Fayetteville, just being honest with you. I came here before for medical reasons. Um for military, military sent me this way, pretty much from Texas, and so. But I never thought I would be here, man. And since I've been here, I mean, you know, coming from a place like that for over twenty years, twenty-five years to come back here, it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 that you can tell the difference. And and I know that some people who you know who, you know, who have prospered in the city, they look forward to coming to places like this to relax to retire right not right. to go get it to retire right absolutely you see what i'm saying there's a difference they leave to go get it come here absolutely. to retire yes and and from
0: my experience sometimes small towns the business infrastructure that's in place can be very good old boyish where it's mm-hmm. uh it, it can be very crabbed in a barrel type mentality right. where uh when you're the new guy coming in from a bigger city. uh Instead of them welcoming and saying, "Hey, let's 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 learn from you, let's let's build with you," it's more of a it can it can sometimes be a very uh, uh, it can it can sometimes be a very uh, isolating experience. Now, uh, besides moving, what other advice we like to time travel on this podcast? What advice would you give your fifteen-year-old self if you could only time travel and just whisper in in young uh, Mr. Carlton's ear? And you could tell him, hey, do this. And it was only you could and this device that we've created, you can only whisper uh, uh, two sentences or so. What advice would you would you give your 15 year old self? Stay the course. Stay the course. Amen. That's it. Amen.
1: That's it. Because everything that's for you is for you. That's right. You, you can't you, you you can't wish it to change it's it's for you. I, I love the journey that I went on. Amen. You, you follow me? Like I wouldn't change it. That's right. I, I mean, seriously, I, I stayed the course because some of us right now, some, some of us right now are going through some things and we don't understand that we're right there. Cause usually when, when things are as worse, that's when your breakthrough is right around the corner. You know that. Amen. Amen. So we know it's right there, but sometimes we let our own doubt, our own insecurities, right? We, we, we don't trust ourselves. Mm. Right to to do the right thing, to make the right choices, to get through the harsh times.
0: Mm. See, those
1: things are necessary for us to grow. See, you can't grow in life if you haven't been. It's hard to grow in life if you haven't been through something, or to mm. accomplish something major if you haven't been through anything major. It, it's mm. hard. Like you, you, like the first time you you know have something challenge you, you're gonna fold. But if you've been challenged throughout life, you you know that hey, listen that that you know that happened. But you know what? It's not as bad as that one thing that I went through. Right? Mm. Oh, I can get through this. That's, That's right. This is nothing. That's I right. can get through this. That's right. That's this, right. Is just, this is just, a, just a, a step in the journey.
0: That's
1: right. Right? And, and then, of course, I can't teach someone else as a coach. We coaches, right? I can't teach someone else if I haven't been through it. That's the That's reason right. why they say the best pastors are the ones who've been through the most stuff. That's because right. Because they can speak on it. That's right. right.
0: Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, what? what I, I'm just so that our audience can have, do you deal with basically companies or would you be willing to, like, first, let me give you an example. There's a young man who I'm helping right now where he, I'm very proud of him because for an entire year. It's the first time um, that he's worked a solid job for, for an entire year. He's, he's around our age, he's you know a little bit younger than us, but he's worked a job for an entire year. And to be honest with you, I'm not big about trying to give somebody a job because I'm I would love to move people into entrepreneurship. However, for him, I was proud of him because of, you know, he does before you can become an entrepreneur, you need some discipline and some structure. You see what I'm saying? You 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 need to be able to just. Yeah, exactly. What's that say again? Ability. Yeah, that's right. You need that that stability of mind and everything else. But he's also already for 20 years, he's done street hustling where he's hustled stuff on the streets, okay? Right. So, your services, do you, have you ever helped someone like that or do you primarily help businesses or or you know, because as an example, he um, he's very good at detailing vehicles or detailing cars and I'm trying to get him out of the frame of mind instead of you being the one to do the detailing for you to find 20 young men like yourself and you have them doing the detailing to your standards, because okay. that's how you become, that's how you build wealth. Instead of you doing all of the physical labor, you know, you, you building that network. Uh, do you work with people like that? Or do you work with just basically companies at this stage of your career? Not both. Okay.
1: So you'll work with someone both. like that. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's good. Goes our business. And someone like him, I would tell him this. I mean, really, we could just go say, hey, listen, you know, Jay Paul Getty, you know who Jay Paul Getty is, right? First recorded yeah. billionaire in the world, in, in the United States, uh, in the world, basically, well, in the United States. Um, he said, I'd rather have 1% of 100 people's effort than 1% of my own, right? Which he understood is, hey, listen, I can only get paid, tw- I only have 24 hours a day. I can only get paid on what I do once. But if I had 20 people, as you said, in that demonstration of having 20 people having clean cars, I can get paid on 20 people's efforts. Right. Instead of making just that one, let's say, five dollars. Well, let's say let's say you made hundred dollars a day on your own efforts if it was just you. But now let's say you're making ten dollars on 20 people. Now you're at 200. Mm. You, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's what I do, too, as well. I mean, like I want people to have a job because everybody's not meant to have a business right out of the gate because everybody's finances is in order. Because you can't go full time being a business owner. if you don't have your money right. That's why I said stability. You got to have the mm-hmm. mind right and you got to have your money right. That's, right. that's why I always say work full-time your job, part-time on your fortune. Amen. Right? Jim Amen. Rome, right? That's, that's right. one of my best. You said books, right? So that's that's my guy, Jim Rome. Amen. So work full-time on your job, part-time on your fortune. So that's what I do mainly is I show people how to work part-time, I make mean, full-time on their job, right. right? So the bills maintain themselves while working part-time on the thing that's going to free you from the full-time. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And so again, Absolutely. I can do that with a business person, you know, someone who owns a company. I do that with a person who's an individual who never even had a business or had a business in the past and hadn't had success. And so again, it's about really just getting together with people, setting up a structure of, again, what, uh, what's necessary in order to be successful. Also listening to what that person has going on in their life. And then like, if his background and he's really good at cleaning cars, then we're going to show him how to, hey, listen, we're going to turn that into a business. Because as me, I'm like you, brother, I, I'm, I understand that jobs are necessary. But I'm all about turning it to a business at some point. you got to be in ownership at some point. Absolutely. You follow me? So, yeah, I would have that guy have his own business within the next six months. Absolutely. You know, hey, stack your money up. Whatever, what's necessary. Boom, let's go do the research. You know, how much does it cost to get the material? You know, uh, you know, how much would it cost to get you a location? Do you know somebody who would...
0: Oh, oh we lost your, your image. There. Yeah, that's, that's my
1: fault, man. People. <laughs> 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 um, so... So again, you know, hey, education, boom. How much would it cost for the material? How much uh, uh, would it cost for a lo- uh, a, just a location? Or well, maybe is there a, 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 a um, uh, let's say, a, a, a grocery store or a convenience store that let you have the property and rent it from? Or maybe they say, hey, listen, when you can have this for X amount of time, I give you thirty days to ramp it up. If like you drive business and people start buying in the store, you, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so there's all kind of ways to make that work. But that's what I would try to have him do. He would get his own self set up as far as being his own detailing business. Okay. Or if he wants to be a mobile detailer. I mean, whatever, whatever have you. So uh, but again, those are some of the things I would do for him just to kind of, hey, listen, what you like doing is something you should invest in. Absolutely. And right. the reason why I ask
0: that question is uh, we're going to put all your information at the end of this podcast. And we just wanted to kind of clear clarify who can reach out to you and who, who should, mm-hmm. you know, just so, you know, we don't we don't want anyone wasting your time. So uh, that way it kind of helps filter things out. Now, as a high performer, how well do you sleep? We ask this of all our high performers. How well do you sleep? Are
1: you a sound sleeper or are you one of those four-hour-a-night type of individuals? I've been, I've been three to four hours, man, for as long as I can remember. It's hard for me to sleep, man, because I always feel like I'm wasting time. Um, I, 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 it's weird. It's like, I literally, I, like sleeping makes me feel like I'm wasting time. Mm. Um. You know, especially with the internet and technology, I mean, t- you can work around the clock now because again, you can reach out to those people you normally couldn't reach out to, right? right? In other parts of the world, right? Sure. We have international business, right? Sure. Um, so yeah, I- I'm trying to get better at it because again, I had a health issue and I know that I need to start taking care of myself a little bit more. So I'm trying to get better at it, but I still it's, it's still a process for me uh, to be, a, so I'm I'm forcing myself to put more sleep in, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Because, because, like I said, you know, one thing is you can go make all the money you want, man, uh, but you can't buy back life. You can't buy back your health. And, um, and so I've already had one. The, you know, I just had a heart transplant uh, back in um, May 31st of this year. Oh, wow. And, wow. Uh, yeah. And I'm only, I'm 49. I'll be 50 on Wednesday, actually. Wow. And so, you know, and it wasn't because I, I, I've been healthy all my life. Wow. I, you know, just out of nowhere. You know, so I'm I'm having to reevaluate how I eat now, you know, because I just usually just I like to eat out. That's me. I, I eat out every time, all, pretty much every day. Um, right. So just changing those habits of what we're eating, what we're intaking. Um, and so sleep is very important. That's one of the things I've learned. <laughs> Not sleeping right, right will mess your junk up. Wow. And um, so I'm trying to get better, so obviously, on the second part of my life, because I'm literally on a second life right now. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Um, so I'm trying to get better at it. So now here's, here's what I, I say that, but I say this too again. If you're young in your twenties and thirties, go for it. Right. Go for it. Go get it. Right. Right. You're young, you know, for a short span of time, right. Go get it. Uh, but at some point you've got to bit of taper it off to where you can start getting that quality sleep. So again, for me, um, I'm still struggling with it. I'm probably still doing about four hours a night. Even though I set my alarm to I set my alarm on my phone right now I have it to notify me at 1230 that one o'clock is my sleep time right one p one a m in the morning because right, I can't right, right, I, for whatever my mind doesn't let me go to sleep early because like I try to do what other people and go to sleep, but like at 10 eleven I, it, I I can't do it it's it's hard, it's challenging um so I have this little notification that tells me, hey, uh, it's almost time for your 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 bed, so it's one o'clock. And then I have it set for uh, seven o'clock a.m. So it's six hours that I have set for me to actually sleep. But obviously I'm not I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm laying there and I'm trying to go to sleep. So it's just something I'm still working on. But uh, I think most business people that I know of who are, who are high performers and make money, that's that's a struggle. It's a struggle, um, especially if you're still getting out through it. I'm still getting out through it. Now, if you got yourself together and you're on a whole, you know, you got your, your funds is right. You got millions in the bank and all that stuff. It's a different type of uh, relaxation then because now you're not out, you know, so much gangbusters. Now it's more like you have so many people who have, uh, you know, you've built that network up, right? Now your business is working not because of you, but in spite of you. And so at that point, now you can start relaxing, chilling, going on more vacations, and not always being that work mindset. That's right. Right? Because when you're trying to get it, your mind's always, it's a motor. It's always trying to figure out, like, what's next? Who do to call like tomorrow, I can't wait to tomorrow, you know, for the, net, the next follow up, you know what I'm saying? That's right. So it's, it's a little challenging, but it's necessary. You need to get more sleep. You know, and
0: for our viewers, I'll just share this is, uh, one of the things that stopped me from wealth acquisition is I always would ask myself, how much is too much? And then someone trained me on, or they taught me about this thing that you're probably familiar with, called the 4% rule, where mm-hmm. you take your annual salary or you, excuse me, you take the salary that you feel that you need to be comfortable for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and th- that annual salary. And then you realize that that needs to be 4% of your overall of how much you, your entire wealth acquisition that you need. And then if then you realize that once you acquire that larger percentage of, of wealth acquisition, then uh, you can then live off of the interest And then the interest will supply you that annual income or that annual salary that you need for the rest of your life. So then that way it helps you develop a a goal of how much is too much. So for me, it's anywhere between 2.5 and $3.5 billion. Once Mm -hmm. I have have that that acquired, I plan, You know, I'll tell this to the audience, I plan on becoming what I call a 90% tither. Any money after that, I plan to give 90% of everything to charities because for me, I only need around uh, a discuss. I hope no one's offended by me saying this. I only need around 140 or $140,000 a year for me, you know, for me and my family to be comfortable. You know mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so 2.5 with anywhere from 2.5 to $3.5 million. That's enough in order for me. I don't need a whole lot after that. You know what I'm saying? Now don't get me wrong. I And and I always believe nothing wrong with making money, but, you know, at some point, you know, within my faith, I believe in investing in others and investing in the community and investing in spiritual organizations, investing in things to to keep that money flowing. Because when that money flows, it helps our economy, it helps people, it helps dreams and things come true. So that's just something that helped me because some people ask themselves, how much is too much? And for me, when I discovered that 4% rule, it kind of helped me realize, oh, okay, here's a good jumping off point, you know, just a thought that I'm sharing for our audience.
1: Yeah. I know this is your interview,
0: though, brother. I, I
1: apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that goes both ways, man. That's the best ones, man. So um, I, I, I kind of agree with that a little bit, man, because, um, yeah, you, you know, everybody's, and I guess it depends on what, how much because I want, to, I want to serve a lot of people. Sure. And for like me, two point three or whatever, 3.5, that wouldn't be enough because you can buy a house, five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollar house, and that's gone. Amen, amen, brother. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Then it's upkeep on that. Then you got your cars. You got your kids need cars. Then you got colleges on. So you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. But then, then you still even you still haven't even put in how much you know for you know what you need to you know help and support you know your your brothers and sisters right around. Not I don't know if local or international, or whatever. So to me, like, cause I gotta, you gotta ask yourself, you know, when is enough is enough for like Oprah Winfrey's still working, you know, uh, uh, Michael Dell's still working. Um, Amazon's still working, right? All these guys, why? I mean, they're hundreds of billions of dollars. Why are they still on the scene? Right, why are they right, still right, showing right. up at the office? Right, 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 right. You see right. what I'm saying? Like, dude, That's if right. I had a hundred million, hundred billion dollars, why would I show up at the office? Because there's much bigger things in play. They're trying to do, they're trying to be like, like, uh, globe changers. Amen. 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 I don't, I don't see my, I don't, I don't think I see myself doing like that type of thing, but I do know I need to make a lot more money. I know I need to have, you know, a hundred plus million dollars. Right. Because now I can start putting up in my my own neighborhoods. I can, I can start funding my own neighborhoods. I can put people in houses. Amen. Right. Amen. And, and see, I, I'm not one of those guys that likes to, you know, wants to go into you know, other countries and all that. I'm taking care of my home first. Amen. Like I, it always it always befuddles me when I see so many people like send all this money over to this country and that country. When we got people right now still on the streets here.
0: Amen. Like, I, I never
1: understood that, man. That's right. We, we're the wealthiest right. country in the world, man. And we send all wow. our money to other countries doing this stuff. When we got we got people right here. That you know, mothers who who need help. You know, single mothers. That's right. You know, right. homeless people out here. People mentally. You know, with mental situations. Now so I'm, I'm I,
0: in 100% agreement with you, brother. 100% agreement with that.
1: Yeah. So, so my thing is, I it, the, the number has to be so high because my my goals, my dreams are so high. The That's people right. I want to serve is, is so many. You That's follow right. me. That's right. Because and, and and see, that's why. Because there's people right now who are making, let's say, six figures a year, right? Let's say hundred thousand dollars, and they're content. But see, to me, that that's not a servant's heart. You know, that's that's about you. Amen. Amen. Right. So, whatever whatever I do, I want to position myself to be in a position where I can serve people and help people. And in order to help people, it takes money. And and people say, well, no, you can, you can help for free. No, no, no. No, you can go and and pretend to help somebody, but it's going to take some money. Right. right. Because if the homeless person needs to eat and you don't have any money to feed them because you can't feed yourself, how are you serving? That's right. That's right. I hear you,
0: brother. Amen. And the four percent, just for clarification, when I talk about the four percent rule, I'm talking about my personal finance. Yeah. Yeah, So, so anything past that for me is going to, go to not-for-profits and to, and to do what you're saying. Hey, and, of course, hey, if the Lord blesses past two point five or $3.5 million, I'm good. Amen? I'm good. Yeah, yeah I, I know who it.
1: But you know what? It's crazy about it. If you get to two point five, you can't help but get to, get to 5 That's right. Get to That's 10, right. 10, get That's 20, right. 20. Because it doesn't stop because you made that. Whatever you're Amen. doing to get that is going
0: to continue. And, you know, the, the brother from the Shark Tank actually said the same thing. Uh, I forgot. The bald brother from the Shark Tank, I forgot his name. Uh, the one. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Kevin Harrington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy I'm, I'm he, working with him right now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, he said that he basically was like, hey, what well, is the that's first like million? Harrington. Kevin but I'm working with Karen, Kevin Harrington, who's the original tank. Okay, okay. Well there's a the, the 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 bald gentleman that's known as the mean guy, the, the one that they he consider is. the mean guy. I know guy. you're talking about he said he basically said getting your first million is the hardest. But once you get that first million, the rest is exponential. It it, it basically. Because you know how to get it, what it takes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what book out You spoke You spoke about uh, the man who started it all for all of us, Mr. Rome. Uh, what book outside of the Bible has shaped your life in the greatest capacity?
1: Um, I don't know for word. word, for I think it was uh, growing a network marketing business. It was the first book that I actually was able to uh, was. First exposed to, I think it's growing a network marketing business, something like that. Um, but it was the first book I, I was given back in 2000 when I first got into the industry. And then I went to audio because I love his voice. Like I can listen to it, and I did. I listened to it so much to where I started talking like Jim Rohn. Mm-hmm. Um and, and that's that's a clue, clue, hint, hint. If you're gonna be mentored by somebody, guys, you've got it, you gotta, you've gotta got basically envelop that person if that makes sense because that's they got what you want that's right you there's something about them that attracted you to them right that's um right. so again i think you should you should have take on some you take on some parts of that person mm. you follow me like like i had jim Rohn was my 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 the, the book the author of the book that i like the network marketing book and i love this voice so i would listen to it over and over and over and over so when people would say things i would be able to come back with stuff that jim rome was saying.
0: like mm.
1: right, right? Like, you know, I buy, you know, I buy two bikes, one bike to ride and one bike to win, right? Right, right, Stuff right. Stuff like
0: that. Um, I, can hear, I can hear him. I can hear him in you, brother.
1: I can ride. hear him one in you. I listen, I listen to him at least once, once a week.
0: <laughs>
1: and so, so yeah, so like I would get that and then I had another uh, mentor you know, through my first company I was a part of, which is Don L. Self, who came through and and changed everything for me too as well. It helped me to have the voice that I have now because I didn't speak like this before. You know, like even my hand gestures, like just stuff like this, I got from watching him tapes after tapes and live events after live events, you know, right. watching his gestures, how he took on a room, right? right. So it's not just the, the books and audios too, but it's also that those people in person that you have access to, right. to where again, it allowed me to better get in front of rooms and, you know, get on a stage and, and just have people just engulfed in me talking, right? right? right. And you could just see right. their minds thinking and you know, they're getting in and you see the aha's popping up on, above people's heads as you speak. Awesome. And, um, so yeah, man, that's good. That's run good. The guy, And then, like I said, taking on taking on some personal people that I knew personally that were in my area, in my arena, in the same business arena that I was a part of. Mm, amen. Well, just for you and the
0: audience to know where I'm headed, my, there's two gentlemen that I look at as mentors. Uh, um, John Maxwell and Eric Thomas. And those two, if you want to know where I'm trying to go, those those are the two that I'm, uh, that I, I blend. I want to be a little more structured than Eric Thomas. I want to be a little more, uh, uh, I'm a little more street than than John Maxwell. Yeah. So, so if you take those two and combine them, that's what I hope to, my wife corrected me. It's Kevin O'Leary
1: it who's the person I was talking about. On yeah, the Shark that's Tank. that guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually working with Kevin Harrington, who okay. was one of the original Shark Tanks when the show first came out. And uh, he's working with a company that I'm at right now, mentoring us and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. that's wonderful. Now, at becoming Discipline, we examine discipline or organization in the following areas. And Coach Carlton, don't worry. We I always have to repeat myself at least twice because I'm I'm going to give you a, a a litany of of different areas that we examine. We look at uh, discipline and spirituality, mental discipline, physical discipline, emotional intelligence, financial discipline, time management home and data organization Now I'm going to repeat all of these but as I repeat them, if you could think about what's your strong point and then the area that you feel needs some development and then as well if there is an area that you believe needs some development, what's your plan in 2022 to address that area okay so I'm going to repeat it again at becoming discipline we examine discipline or organization in the following areas spirituality, mental discipline, physical discipline emotional intelligence financial discipline time management and home and data organization what's your strong point what's your area that could use some work
1: and if there's an area that could use some work in 2022 what's the plan yeah for me and, and I'm just going to be honest let's just talk about something i need help with right away um it's time management it's it's not that i don't have the time sometimes i um Procrastinate on the time that I have available. I hear you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have your you have your times when you like you're, you're focused, you, you're locked in. Um, but then there's that times or or certain parts of the you know year or months uh, a month where it's like, what? Like, man, I'm I'm out of it, man. Like, you know, I don't feel like doing crap right now. I just want to sit out and watch a movie, you know, and chill. I don't want no phone calls. I want nothing but. But if you're trying to get things done, you have goals. you got to have that plan and those plans in place. you got to be working and operating by a calendar. So in order to get better with that, I've actually took on, you know, another workout partner actually last week, um, young lady named Melissa Lambert. We became workout partners because that's something I needed help in because I was doing a lot of this stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. And so that's the one thing I learned too as well. You can't do this stuff on your own. Um, you know, it's like my mentor always would tell me, you know, George Battle would always say, you know, you, you know, the Long Ranger, had it not been for Tonto, he would died proud of the first show, right? It wasn't the Long Ranger show, it was a Tonto show, because remember, Tonto was always there to save the day. Why? Because he was always saving Long Ranger for being tied up. That's right. That's and, right. Do you remember that? Like, that's right. The Long, Long Ranger, got all the, he got all the praise and the hoopla and all this old stuff, but it was uh, Tonto always coming and saving him so he can save the day, right? That's Right. That's right. That's right. So you always got to have that workout partner, and that's the reason why uh, I enlisted um uh, 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 Melissa Lambert last week uh, to help me out just to really just stay focused. So that's one of the areas that I'm working on right now It's really, you know, utilizing my time. And then also, you know, utilizing my five daily uh, power list. We call it a power list. And it's five things, five critical things or tasks that you need to accomplish that day. So again, five things that you need to accomplish that day and stand on task in order to get those five things, right. When you complete those five things, that's a win. If you can complete only three or four of those things, that's not a win, that's a loss for the day. You see what I'm saying? So it's it, so we're not gonna reward ourselves with going out and getting the, 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 the three things done. So oh well, you did good. No. The key is these are five things that you need to get done that day. Right? That'll help out so many people they understood a powerless. So again, it's, it's the night before you sit down and you you map out what you wanna get done the next day. So there's five critical things that need to be done that day. So that's for you good. it's like you know, hey, I've got this interview with, you know, uh, Takoya Carlton. So, again, I'm going to, you know, make sure, you know, the Zoom is set up. You know, boom, he's got the right links. You know, blah, blah, blah. Right. That was, that's something critical that needs to happen. And I need to make sure this, this, and this, you know, later on today I got five follow-ups or, you know, I got whatever it is. So those five things, you want to make sure you get them done. And these are critical things in order for you to be successful that day, in order to mark on that count that day win. Mm, right? Good. good. Uh, so time. Uh, that's one of the things I'm working on to get better at because, again, I have a lot of it. I just don't use it uh, as well as I should. So I want to get better at that. So I enlisted help. So, again, key word, I, key, key key phrase, I enlisted help. That's good. That's right. Good. Now, I'm about to ask you the
0: strangest question that you're going to ever receive. And I may edit this out. Uh, you know, if I, if this goes down a, uh, if this goes down a dead end, but sometimes you got to go for the gold and sometimes you got to go and ask a strange question. I was just listening to a podcast uh, and in the podcast, I was uh, they talked about people who had had organ transplants Mm -hmm. and the organ transplants actually gave birth to the person having memories that they never had or certain uh, they had certain appetites that they never had before or you know, that they noticed things that were strange or different. For someone who had a major heart transplant, have you experienced any of that at all? Or or was it, you know, have you experienced any oddities like that where you're having any kind of, uh, uh, like, where you feel like, oh, wow, I, you know, this is a little different. I didn't expect this.
1: Um, no, I haven't. Um, I I was thinking that same course when, you know, I after, after I woke up um, from the surgery, because I didn't wake up for I think it was four days wow. after the surgery. Um, but it was just the medicine and it was so crazy. It, they say it was the medicine, but I know I woke up and I was I couldn't every time I would close my eyes. Like I didn't see if I had my eyes open, I was fine. But when I closed my eyes. Every time I close my eyes, even if I was sleeping, I would see this crazy, and I don't even know why, because I, I don't even think like that. Um, I would see, like, um, it was this game of people who were, like, bad, and they were robbing and beating up people on the street. And, and they were, you know, coming to me, like, letting me know they were coming to where I was at in the hospital. Wow. Like, I'm like, whoa, this, and it was tripping me out, because I was telling the nurse, and I was like, look there's some people coming. Like, I was like, for real. Cause like every time I would close my eyes, I, it would just start back up and it was wow. getting closer and closer. Wow. Like traveling, doing just crazy stuff along the way. Mm. And and I was just sitting there like, dude, I, don't, I can't, I, every time I close, I don't want to close my eyes. Mm. Mm. Like I, I can literally like, literally blink like this and it would start up just, I mean, just that quick. Wow. And I was like, dude, and then I don't have no thoughts like that, bro. I don't even, you know, I don't even roll like that. Right. And I was like, so that was the only experience I had, but you know, and I think it was medicine that it had me on, I don't know. But um, but it it went away like after a couple, I think it was two days, I stopped seeing it because it was messing me up, bro. Like I really believed that jumped, this people was coming. <laughs> and wow. it was like cause at one some point it had got to the the, the actual hospital
0: wow. and they were trying to
1: get in. And I was like, what dude, man dude, These people trying to get up in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, that was the only thing. Um, other than that, man, just still trying to get my taste back, mm-hmm. um, like stuff I liked before. You mentioned sure. stuff I liked before. Uh, it's just it doesn't because I'm a sweet. I love dessert. Sure. Like I eat cakes for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Sure. Um, and and everybody knows that's my thing. And it's like the same stuff doesn't have the same taste. Like, even some of the same foods that I would love to go get, like, I'm, I, I'm big on like Asian food and stuff like that. It's certain flavors now I can't, it, 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 it doesn't taste right. Well, maybe that's because
0: the, the brother
1: with the previous heart didn't have that taste bud, man. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm <laughs> I know. He's like,
0: hey,
1: no. like, yo, yo, hey, hey, man, you go over here to such and such, man, no, you're going to the wrong restaurant.
0: Now, did but, they do uh, that at
1: Womack? Did they do that at Womack? Did they do no, that no, trans- no, not, no, this is a heart transplant. So I got it done through the VA. The VA only has, they have five locations that do transplants around the nation. And uh one of them was in Virginia. So I had it done in Richmond, Virginia, at the VA hospital. They're out. And they're the only ones that actually do it at their hospital, mm. out of all the VA hospitals. So there's only five. All the other four, they actually third party it out. So they would give it to like the local, let's say like, you know, like in Virginia, they had VCU. Wow. Right? Wow. Um, So... They would, they would give it to them and let them do the actual procedure, but the Richmond, Virginia would actually, the, the VA would do all the prelim stuff. But the VA that I was at, did everything from start to finish. Was that a long the way? they the only VA in the whole country that does that. And that was something that really was like, really wow. And how, how the reason why I had to come here is because they didn't have one in Texas, which is crazy. As big as Texas is, they didn't have a heart transplant um, VA hospital in Texas. Wow, And that was weird to me. So, like, they have me in Cali- one in California, uh, one in um, Utah, Tennessee, Chicago, and then uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. following me? So, so I chose Virginia because it was close to their family, obviously, with North Carolina. My parents being here in Fayetteville, it was close enough so I could have support. And then I have family in Maryland, D.C., so I had support if I needed it. That's good. That's good. How long did you have to wait? Um, I got on the list in 2018 and I got my heart made 31st this year. Oh, that's a blessing, man. That is amazing, man. We're so
0: happy for you, brother. Coach Carlton, how can we promote and support your programs? How can people reach you? What's the best avenue for people to get a hold of you, whether it's a, a young entrepreneur starting out as an individual or whether it's a young company? That could use your services so that they can properly network and manage and get their
1: information out there. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Too easy, man. You can find me anywhere at Takoya Carlton, but at Takoya Carlton. Um, but uh, you can go to. Uh, you know, I would say the most, the one that I'm on the most uh, would be Facebook. That's the social platform that I use the most. Uh, so you can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, you know, uh, was it Facebook.com forward slash Sequoia Carlton? Oh, or you can find me on Instagram, Takoya Carlton. You can find me on Twitter, Takoya Carlton. Um, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Takoya. Uh, no, they don't have me on. They wouldn't let me do it on that. Uh, so I was able to get uh, Takoya49 on YouTube. So basically, any any social platform, you can find me just by name. Or you can just simply Google me. Awesome.
0: Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh-huh. Now, Coach Carlton, we can't thank you enough for coming on. You didn't have to do this. You didn't need to do this. We truly appreciate it. You have the last word. Do you have any closing thoughts for our audience? And and everyone should always be aware of their audience before they speak to them. Our audience is typically 30 to 55 year olds, people who I lovingly call the get better club, where they are trying to become a better version of themselves. So
1: coach Carlton, what are your closing thoughts for the get better club? Right. So if your, your platform is pretty much, you know, that middle age platform of individuals, I would say never give up guys, because so many people right now have pretty much assigned to themselves that what they're doing is, is it. That's, that's what's left for them. Um, and they'll stay there until they retire. Sure. And there's nothing better for them because this is where I've, uh, the, 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 the limit that they set for themselves, and so what I want to tell you is this right here, is that you can have, be, and do whatever you want to do. There is no time limit on success. There is no time limit on having a better life. So again, I don't care if you're 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, you can start today and change it. it it's just a snap, guys, uh, and turn it up. They said it's one degree between hot water and steam. We just got to turn it up a little bit. And so again, the whole thing I will tell you right now is don't give up. If you've had some dreams, something you wanted to do oh, you know, as a young person, or, or even now, you came up with a good idea or uh, um, you came up with, a uh, you know, a project that would help mankind or something. Your, your food is good. Someone told you you can cook well. Someone told you, girl, you're good at you know doing hair. Someone told you, you know, hey, look, man, you're good at doing cars. You know, you, you're one of the best detailing people I've ever seen. Guys, listen to what people are telling you. If they're telling you good things and they're congratulating you on things that you do naturally very well, guys, that's called a clue, clue, hint, hint. Clue, right? Mm. Start taking advantage of those clues and um, benefits, right? Of people telling you, of what people are telling you, and start running after those things, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you're a good cook, start finding out what it would take to get your own restaurant. Mm-hmm. If you're a good detailer, find out what it would take to start your own detailing business, right? If you're a good beautician, you know, find out what it takes to become, you know, a beautician to get your own, you know, shop up and going. Mm-hmm. So, again, don't reserve yourself to say, hey, this, listen, I, I've reached my max. so This is where I'm going to be at. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck at Dell computers for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm stuck at this situation for the rest of my life. Guys, you can change your situation. I don't care how bad or how bleak it's, it's been. You can change your situation overnight. And I mean that. It's all about thoughts. Thoughts become things, guys. So again, if you believe it, God, you can achieve it. Don't sit there and think that you can't just because someone told you to, told you you can't. Don't think that you can't because you've told yourself you can't. Pick yourself up, guys. Go with it. Run with it. Find out what it takes to become successful. And if you don't know how to do that or go about that, reach out to people like Tony. Reach out to people like myself. Reach out to a mentor that you know in your area, right? Reach out to someone who knows better or has been more successful than you and ask them, what did it take? Ask them, can you be mentored by them? Or ask them, can you take them to lunch? You know what people who are successful love? They love love to share their information. They love to tell you how they've done it. And guess what? Don't let them pay for lunch you pay for it because most people aren't you know most people are looking for a handout most people are looking for them to pay for the check because they're rich or they've made money say listen hey john i would like to hey tony i would like to take you out to lunch because I, I need some help right now i want to you know see what i need to do to go to the next level my, in my life i want be to better help my family out do more tony can i take you out to lunch see guys i'm telling you life will change get around people who are doing better than you are and it's going to escalate your life even more right the five people that you hang around the most guys are the combination of where your income or where your life is right now based on the people that you hang around and associate with the most. So if you're hanging around some broke folks, guess what? You're probably right there with them. If you hang around some people who are paid, you're right there with them, right? So again, find people, find someone to mentor you, find people that you can be around just by association, guys, you can become successful. So with that, it's been a fun, please, and pleasure. I look forward to seeing you guys at the top, from the top, over the top. Take care, take charge, and we'll talk to you soon you
0: enjoyed coach carlton as much as we did you can reach him at t-o-k-o-y-o carlton on facebook instagram or linkedin and please if you didn't already don't forget to subscribe